You and I have a saga to continue today. Remember two weeks ago, we started the Date by Fate series where I tried to put two listeners that were just listening by fate called in. And we said, I think that just fate alone is going to determine that these two people need to be together. They were supposed to meet up over that weekend back in 2011. And did it actually work out? And did they get married and have babies? And are they still together? I owe you part two, and you're going to get that today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Here we go. The 2nd of August. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy. We are a daily podcast that's based on three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay. One of the coolest parts about my mom coming to visit is I always get free stuff, even if I don't ask for it, especially if I don't ask for it, then I definitely get free stuff. (laughs) Uh, My mom always has a way of replacing things. Now, in case you're just tuning in for the first time this week uh my mom came to visit me last week and she redid my sock drawer and just she just goes through all my stuff and just starts getting rid of stuff and just makes it her own space for some reason but it's fine (laughs) so but always there's always at least one or two things where we don't even have to really discuss it like it's not really up for a point of discussion it just gets replaced and i don't know if this happens in your household as well like if all of a sudden your parents just decide this is not what you're going to have anymore and which is fine if they want to replace it. I think that's probably an okay, an okay act. So mom, what, what was the thing that you chose to replace this time? Oh my goodness. It's a saucepan that you said you think you've had since college. I think it was college. Yeah. I think <sighs> it, or maybe it, it actually, it may have been my very first apartment out of college. Um, mm. or possibly when I moved to Panama city, it's at least Panama city. Mm. Uh, which would have been 2007. Well, it was, it's a KitchenAid, so it's a good pot. The problem is that it's Teflon, and someone has not used the right kind of utensils with it every time. <laughs> Therefore, it's a little scratched up, and I'm paranoid about that. <laughs> you know, Teflon's a carcinogen, and I'm like, mm, I don't like the looks of this pot. Yeah. I think he needs a new pot. So, so I come I home, and I literally, I have a brand new pot. I'm like, I didn't ask for a pot. I don't even know <laughs> that like this pot's going to work or like anything. I just, uh, I just magically, I have a new pot. And uh-huh. I feel like typically like that would be something that we would discuss, right? Like, mm. Hey, uh, I, I don't like this pot. Do you, cause again, you want to buy me free stuff. I'm not going to really argue with that. Right. I, I mean, told you I didn't like it. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine I went through your house and just get rid of things you didn't. Well, I didn't like in your house. I mean, we'd, mm. <laughs> we'd be here all day. Mm. Uh, so I don't, I just don't know if that's normal. Again, a lot of things that I look at that at my, what I've realized about, especially like, like working with Jess is like our families are very different, right? So like mm-hmm. we talked about like, you, does your family do chores when they come over? I was like, why would my family do chores at my own house? And I'm like, is that not normal? For like your family to do chores when they come over. My mom loves to do chores. My chore does not get undone when my mom is here, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, now this whole new thing of like just buying and replacing things because (laughs) she doesn't like them. So she just puts new things in there. If you come to my house and there's something dangerous, then you're allowed to replace it. 
Uh, or if you deem that it's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> At that point, then I'll just start I'll just start tossing <laughs> stuff out and buying, buying new stuff. But I probably would never do that. So Yeah, you have to replace it. Okay, that seems fair. Uh, we got a cool angel story that I want to share. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about angels. And, you know, that literally like 70% of people believe in angels. And we were kind of talking about what that actually means uh, to my mom, especially somebody that's, you know, was a part of the church and kind of what we feel like angels actually mean. My mom shared her story about actually having an angel and meeting an angel and I said, listen, yeah, you guys have stories. I, I want to share these because I find them super interesting. So, Mom, what uh, what's the story that we got on the Facebook page? Oh, this is so interesting. Mama Nancy and Kramer, I had to share my angel story. I was only 19 years old and partying a lot in a strange city. I had been out drinking in a bar and walked out alone, crossing a street in the dark. I don't even remember where I was going, but it was very dangerous for a young woman alone. I remember it being so windy that I couldn't walk, also intoxicated. No one was around anywhere. A man pulled up out of nowhere and offered me a ride. Somehow, he got me safely to my friend's home, and when I asked him as he dropped me off who he was, he just told me, I'm your archangel, Michael. He had the same peaceful, kind eyes Mama Nancy described. I was far from a practicing Christian and had no idea what he was talking about until many years later. I don't recommend getting in cars with strangers, (laughs) but I do believe he was sent there that day to save me from much greater danger. Now looking back, I have had many experiences in my life that prove I've been guarded by angels. But that one is undeniable. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bizarre, right? Well, like, the Archangel Michael is the you know is, the, is protection. He's the angel of protection. But that's pretty wild, right? That we have two yeah. two stories on the podcast. Both of them are named Michael. Yes. I guarantee you. What I don't want to do is I don't want to enable a creepy person to listen to this podcast and say, "Okay, so all I got to do is pull up in a car and say my name is Michael." <laughs> Hop in. <laughs> Hop in. I'm Michael. Trust me, it's all good. I'm Michael. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Michael. Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like no, I enable things. but there things. is a knowingness about it. I mean, when she said he had this same kind of eyes, there was a knowingness about that person. And, and I can't describe it, really. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know that she would have gotten, well, she was intoxicated, but I don't know that she would have gotten in the car with just anyone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like she had at least a good enough vibe to say, this yeah. is this is safe. Yeah. yeah. This is safe for me yeah. to do. Um, yeah. But is it, so why, like why, I guess here's, I hear stories like this and I'm like, okay, so now we have two people, both mm-hmm. angel stories, both mm-hmm. named Michael. Like mm-hmm. why, why can't I experience something cool like this? <laughs> like, well, you actually have been directly. I thought about this yesterday after the podcast. Remember the time that Maggie fell on the playground at Burger King? And that paramedic yeah. came up out of nowhere and just put us in my car and drove us to the hospital and stayed there with you and Stuart while I was there with Maggie. You remember was it, that? Was his name Michael? You know, I don't remember his name. That'd be wild if it was. I do not remember his name. But, and I mean, that's not – that can't be – we can't look at that as like – that could have just been a nice person. a guardian person. angel thing, but – right. You know. Yeah, Boy, so that I do I remember. So my sister, my sister fell and hit her head at, mm. at a Burger King playground, and uh, all of a sudden a guy just came up and said, "I'll take you guys to the hospital." 
Oh. Well, I mean, first off, I don't think anybody would have said yes to that in 2023. Okay. Like that was obviously a different yeah. time period because like, yeah. <laughs> hey, woman by yourself and a bunch of kids, get in the car with me. This is going to be fine. I yeah. feel like now most of us would have looked at that and been like, oh, that was probably uh-huh. unsafe. We probably shouldn't do that, you know? Right. And you must have been, I think Maggie was about four or five. So you would have been like eight or nine. Yeah. 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 I don't, uh, I'm not, not a fan uh, of that plan anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so, okay, so, but I'm just, I, it, I just get disappointed because I'm like, I want a cool experience like that. And you should, I should probably like, because I think actually some of these would freak me out nowadays, you know? <laughs> it's the same like with Kiki. Like, I want to know if Kiki's still around me. I want to have mm. a Kiki experience and know that like she's still here with me. Mm. Um, but I haven't, you know, I haven't had, I haven't had anything. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I hear these and I kind of get disappointed where I'm like, well, you know, you it. can't look for them. They just I come know. to you. I know. Well, if you do have a story. Time. If you got a, if you got a, a cool angel story, like we want to, we want to hear it. Cause I do think this is pretty fascinating that like, if you guys are really having these experiences, um, with who you think are angels. And I know this, this typically isn't like certified mama's boy kind of stuff, but I do find this super fascinating. So mm-hmm. let me know. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's get to mom tent, I guess for this week. So this is our weekly segment that we do. And the background story here, in case you're new, is that my mom, when we first started this podcast, she, uh, would always find all these articles she wanted to talk about. And she'd send me like 15 articles a day. So like, we should talk about this. We talk about this. And I'm like, that's too much. It's too much. I just, we just want to focus on like personal stories right now. Like just uh, how about a story from your life? She said, okay, cool. How about this blog instead? And I'm like, that's not a personal story. And then we get into like a fight over it. And so I said, well, how about instead we just, um, we give you a very own segment and we'll call it mom tent. It can be your favorite thing you saw on the internet for the whole entire week. And we can share it. Okay. So uh, we're going to do mom tent really quick, funny story. And I forget who said this to me now, cause it's been two weeks since I saw this. Uh, somebody put in, why do you give your mom her very own segment Says she can do whatever she wants and then you still cut her off on time? Because <laughs> <laughs> people, we're on a time yeah. frame here. Yeah. Y'all, you know, my mom is in, mm. if, if it was up to my mom, this podcast would be her reading her social media feed <laughs> to you uh, to tell you what everybody's up to and, and mm. some interesting articles that she sees on there. So I got to kind of, got to keep her in and keep her in check so that we can, uh, mm-hmm. I'll get <laughs> we're not gonna sit in here all day did you see that susan's daughter is engaged i'm like oh, she's mom. yes you know her she she went to church with us when you were five like i don't i'm not sure i'm not sure who that is mom. Sorry. all right let's do yes. let's do mom 10 okay so this is a story from cnn wouldn't it be great to live an extra 24 years It says here that if you adopt these eight healthy lifestyle habits, by the time you're 40, you could make it happen. Well, you know, you want to live to be at least 64, right? (laughs) If you're starting at age 50, you could still add up to 21 years. So I'm assuming that if you start at age 70, you could add like, what, 15 Um, Well, here's my theory with this before you get into this list is like, I feel like there's a fine line between living a long time and having fun and that you can live. I mean, we can all probably live to be 200 years old, probably in reality. If we took like pristine care of ourselves. We could probably live to be 200, you know, but like, do you really want to live a pristine life? And like, so I'm kind of curious to hear what these things are going to be to see how many of these we would actually be able to able to do and like mm-hmm. willing to do. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, these are all very easy. They're very oh, easy. Okay. Well, let's, well, the first you, you one, says you, let's see if we agree. Yeah. The first one, as you can imagine, is exercise. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, Do- it leads to a 46% de- decrease in the risk of death from any cause compared to 
someone who doesn't exercise. And I wonder like what they're considering exercising too. Well, I think that would be considered 30 minutes a day. What is it? 150 minutes a week, I think is the suggested time period of doing something somewhat aerobic, but you know, doing 30 minutes of something five days a week. But still, I mean, I don't, I don't do that much. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't. I don't do that much. I don't work well, out. Well, you have often. to think about. You can't think of it and exercises in when you just go to the gym. What What about when you walk? Well, for you, that's not much. But when you walk from your car to your office, you have three or, steps. Or yeah, I know. That's why <laughs> no, I said for you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> nobody's but, walking you know, thirty minutes to their office from their car. When you go somewhere, and I do this, I did this today. When you go to the grocery store, wherever. Park far away and go in, go out. And if you go to like a Super Kroger, you can you can get in almost a mile just doing that. Okay. So I, mean, I started walking two miles a day today. Okay. That's my American Cancer Society challenge. Yeah. Talk um, about that really quick, just like 30 seconds. So we're going to in the middle yeah, of something Yeah, else. it's on my Facebook page. So the American Cancer Society is doing a fundraiser and it's uh, a challenge to walk your way every day for the month of August. And it's two miles a day, any way you want to do it. So I could walk around my house. Yeah. You know, I could walk from Kroger. I could walk, you know, today I walk the outlet mall. I, I knew that that was, if you walk it back and forth, it's two miles. Yeah. Um, so I did that today because I thought if I can walk two miles outdoors in August, I can walk any month of the year because it's hot. That's true. But over there, you know, you can get out of the sun and there's. I, I don't know that most of us are, honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't think most of us are getting, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think most of us are getting five hours uh, or, or five times a day, 30 minutes a day. I don't. I don't think yeah, that's probably, probably not. happening, you know. But if you want to live longer, <laughs> 200, y'all, we're going for it. All right, mm-hmm. what's number two? This is so obvious. Not becoming addicted to opioids. Okay, all this right. This can reduce yeah. the risk of, of early death by 38%. And I know that sometimes that happens because people have a lot of pain. Yeah. But, I mean, the opioid epidemic is so horrible yeah. in this country. Okay, so make a mental note. Don't do opioids. Got it. Got don't it. Don't but it's something I mean, we, we joke about it, but I mean, it really, it is. It oh, is pretty serious. Doctors prescribe it all the time. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's awful. Never use tobacco. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't think most of I would say most of us probably don't smoke anymore. But I wonder how much damage is already done for those that did smoke before. You it know, says like stopping smoking at any point in your life comes with major health benefits. That's good then, because I think that like I, I worry for like us that smoked in like our teenage years or our twenties. You know, when it was kind of more acceptable. Yes. Uh, kind of like how that affected you. You know, to the to this point. So, mm-hmm. all right, all right, mm-hmm. another one. Managing your stress. Reduces your risk of early death by 22%. Now, that's something I've just realized recently, and you know about this, that I've had to become aware of. <laughs> because I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to well, bring it I mean, up. You know, but we I can mean, bring it up if you want to bring it up. I don't mind bringing it up. My <laughs> side was hurting. I was having abdominal pain. Do y'all remember this? My mom, yeah. my mom kept saying like she was going to like the doctor all the time. She got this I pain in my side. Scan. I had yeah, you know, like, a CT scan on my, my stomach and nothing came up. And I was having this pain in my side that was keeping me awake at night. Yeah. And I got to your house and within, what, 24 hours? Mm-hmm. No pain. 
No so, pain. No you know, abdominal problems, no side hip pain, nothing. Yeah, nothing. She literally had no pain while she was here, but she's had a mm-hmm. chronic pain for like a couple of, how mm-hmm. long now? Oh, for, well, since the 1st of July. Yeah. That's so when I'm I like, recognized it, July I'm like, 1. Wait a minute. So I don't think this is an issue when it actually comes to physicality. Uh, I think you're just stressed out when you're around the house. So I went to the doctor that day and, you know, Maggie, Maggie and Brian were here with their significant others that weekend and, and I went to the doctor and Brian said, it's probably just stress. I was like, I'm not stressed. <laughs> well, I am stressed. I'm yeah. not managing it well. So yeah. I've got to really play it. It is. I mean, I've told the, 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 the chronic stomach issues. I, I had chronic stomach issues. from. Like, I remember like, the, I don't even remember the first time, but I mean, it was, I don't remember, 15 years ago, maybe. And like, yeah. couldn't figure it out. Went to every doctor, you know, er, literally everything. And endoscopies, checking yeah. the stomach. We don't see anything. We're not sure. Maybe it's a, I, I, I believed I had a hiatal hernia for a long time. I, I yeah. finally went back to a different doctor and they're like, no, you don't actually have one. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've been living the last couple of years thinking I had one, but I still have all this acid reflux. It's pain in my stomach. What's going on? And then she's like, I think it's like the last person I went to in San Diego. Like, I think it's just stress. I'm like, that's stupid. Be quiet. Yeah, I swear to you, like a month after my ex-wife left, like mm-hmm. n- n- very few stomach problems, very few stomach problems. And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. was that stress? Like, no, no. Yeah. That's, so you got to look for that kind of stuff, man. If you have these chronic problems, I don't know how much of it could just be stress that you're just used yes, to at this and it, point. And you had so much anxiety. Remember when you first went to that naturopath? Yeah. She's like, no, I don't think you have abdominal issues. I think you yeah. have anxiety and depression issues. Yep, 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 you yep. Just, it's just crazy. So, you know, really look at your life and find your stressors and learn how to manage them. Yep. Um, eating a plant-based diet. Oh, yeah. Been doing that since, what, 2018? I don't think that a lot of people would give up their meat, though, for that. I don't I, – I think if, if I said at this 21%. point – percent. 21% longer. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know what anybody y'all, you know, and, and again, it's so hard. Like, like what I was, I wasn't so hard, but it was definitely a challenge to like stop eating meat. Um, but I don't know that most people, would you give up meat if you knew you could live how long? 21% longer. Like, so would you, I mean, that's a long time, honestly. That is. That is pretty long. So like, would you, does that make you feel any kind of certain way? Cause I don't, I don't like to really, I'm not like a big, like. I don't try to push veganism on anybody because that's just like why. Mm-hmm. But like, it would you? Could most people? Could you stop eating meat if you knew it made you live twenty one percent longer? Like, does that because if y'all? Some of y'all, y'all like, I can't give up my brisket, mm-hmm. I can't give up my steak, it's I can't hard. give up my cheese. So like, but is you it, know what? Try doing it just one day a week. Just start yeah. small. Sure. Just yep. do it one day a week and do it for a few months and then do it two days or, you know, weeks, whatever. You, I mean, you may like it and you may feel better too. Yeah. Boy, I can't believe how much better I felt after I stopped eating meat. Yeah. Now, this one's really crazy. Wait, what number are we on? Number six of eight. All right. Avoiding binge drinking. Now, listen mm. to this. Not having more than four, count them, one, two, three, four alcoholic drinks a day reduces the risk of death by 19% study results show. Well, I can tell you, if I have three alcoholic drinks, I am gone. I am <laughs> You're wasted. You're literally wasted. You passed on at that point. Well, yeah, you are. But like, I mean, if you're an alcoholic, that may be a norm, wow. you know? So I don't wow. think that people that, you know, drink have to really worry a ton I mean, of you have to drink it every now and then. Drinking. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, it's more people that's that are binge drinking. You know, yeah. drinking more often. Not good. All right, last two. Getting a good night's sleep. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're trying. 18% <laughs> more. 
Yeah, that's a big challenge always. And then having positive social relationships, it only helps boost your longevity by 5%. Yeah, see, y'all, like, why you stay home I'm all the like, time? I, I promise you, having social activities all the time and people is going to kill you faster than staying home. I promise I you. I wanted that to be 50% just from mid <laughs> Just Just to be able to make me get out and meet, meet new friends. And I'm like, nope, yes. it's just 5%. It's okay. I'll live 5% longer and be okay in my yes. house. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll let's get to uh, give our quote for today. Okay. It's from Gina Greenlee. Honoring your own boundaries is the clearest message to others to honor them too. Oh boy, yes. If you hold your line with people and make it clear what your boundaries are, then other people will regard them. But if you're loosey-goosey, people will come right in on you. Got to be clear about what the boundary is. Because if you don't hold it, no one else is going to hold it for you. I saw, let me see if I can find this Instagram post. I saw a really cool quote the other day about boundaries. Um, it's a Brene Brown. Did I, did I talk about this on the podcast? I don't remember if I talked about this no. or not. Um, boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. Love it. Perfect. Which is basically um, one of my therapy sessions, we were talking about boundaries and we started talking about how like, um, you know, boundaries aren't to push people out, it's to keep people in. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, a lot of people get threatened when you start putting up a boundary. Hey, listen, this is where, this is where I stand. Like, this is my boundary. Like, this is, and I I wasn't great at it for sure. And I'm realizing how much more important it is now because it does feel kind of mean at first. Boundaries Mm -hmm. feel kind of, kind of cruel if you're not used, if you're a people pleaser, Mm -hmm. especially. Yeah, it feels kind of cruel to be like, "Hey, listen, no, I'm I'm going to say no to something," yeah, and that for that to be okay. Some of y'all are great at boundaries. Trust me, I've dated plenty of people who have very healthy boundaries. I'm like, that's really respectable, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I, I was such a people pleaser for such a long time mm-hmm. that I was just, well, okay, it's okay, I guess. Or I'll just, oh, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to rock the boat, or you know, whatever, whatever that, that phrase of the day was to make me feel better about somebody else's decisions. And I promise you, y'all, like it feels so weird to put up boundaries with people because it almost feels like illegal at first. Where you're like, I shouldn't be doing this, but when you really can. And I'm sorry, the quote again was what? Oh boy. Oh, never mind. But anyway, it's it's about setting boundaries. <laughs> no, it's honoring <laughs> your own boundaries is the clearest message to others to honor them too. Yeah, and I think that's what happens. Is like, is and this is the problem that I would find myself uh, with early on, like when I started setting boundaries early on, is like you set a boundary. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, hey, that's it. And then like, I would like not even uphold it, you know, I'd be like, right. well, and then, like the person exactly. would cross the boundary and be like, well, well now what, you know? And I realized, wait, wait a minute, this is doing nobody good. It's making me upset. It's making me uncomfortable. It's making, you know, it's just, we have to really, if we set a boundary, we got to keep a boundary. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I strongly recommend like, coming in and I know it's not easy at first if you're a people pleaser and you're so used to saying yes and it's not just a romantic relationship it's with with friendships yes it's with with all your relationships relationships. yeah friendships um uh family dynamics you know like I mean that's what we've talked about how at the beginning of the year my brother and my sister and I didn't talk because I did not Mm -hmm. like the way they treated me and I said listen Mm -hmm. these are my boundaries Mm -hmm. and if you can't meet them then Mm -hmm. I don't know that we're going to be able to have a relationship. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took some time. And I, you know, I, I said, I'm not going to reach out again, basically, until I hear from you guys and you're you know willing to work with me on this. And mm-hmm. eventually I heard from them and you know, things are fine. But I feel like a much it's a much healthier dynamic now, mm-hmm. as of now, at least, you know, we'll see. <laughs> but in uh, <laughs> two whole months. But anyway, I mean, hell, I'll take it. You know, it's been you know, way mm-hmm. better than. Uh, than it was before. So yes, I, I don't even have anything to recommend on boundaries. I wish I could like tell you a book or something to to read because I haven't really done a ton of work in boundaries, but it is uh, it's important stuff. So all right, um, today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and actually that'd be a great that's a great transition because sometimes mm-hmm. you honestly because uh, I didn't really know enough about setting boundaries until I started working with a therapist and if you kind of feel like you're getting walked all over in any kind of your relationship therapy could be a great place to start and better help could be a great place for you to actually do your therapy right uh, i from setting boundaries to like determining goals and working through trauma like therapy has been the, the best thing that's ever happened i mean I, I mean i love it i used to be like anxious to go and now it's something I, I literally will look forward to doing because it's just helps me figure out me it helps me understand this world that I, I live in, you know, if it's either my perspective or what's actually happening around me, it's been so fascinating. So I recommend therapy to anybody and with better help, I, I hope you'll give it a try if you're thinking about therapy. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire and uh, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you switch your therapist at any time with no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. It's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Certified fans, thank you so much for your support of this show. Certified fans contribute $6 a month to the production of Certified Mama's Boy, which is why we're able to put, uh, produce so many episodes every single month. And we appreciate that. You know, um, I, it's, a, it's a labor of love type of project for sure, uh, but it's unfortunately come with a lot of production cost. And so I, what I basically have said is when we started this, this is our grassroots baby. I hope you all don't think this came with some kind of master plan. <laughs> I just said, Mom, you want to do a podcast together? And we turned the mics on. We started going. And y'all supported <laughs> us from day one. And we said, all right, well, you know, who's who's willing to chip in a couple of bucks to like keep this thing going? And now we have for over three years. And it's been such – it's probably – it's been the most rewarding, not financially, but emotionally, uh, <laughs> been one of my favorite projects I've ever done. So thank you for anyone that contributes to this show. I hope you'll consider it too because we do need some new – uh, contributors this month. We're looking for three new people, three people this month to contribute to Certified Mama's Boy. Some of y'all getting back from the summer months. You know, we'd love to be able to be here on your normal basis when it comes to getting back to school or just, you know, living your life. So anyway, uh, if you want to help us, you can text the word fans to see all the benefits, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. We have no new certified fan, but I bet that's going to change by tomorrow. I bet one of y'all is going to be like, you know what, let me let me help this poor guy out. Um Today, though, so we'll spin our wheel of certified fans. Every show is dedicated to somebody that helps with the show, and 204 is our number for today. Uh, that is Megan B. Megan B. All the way in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hello, wow. Megan. I don't know how I know you, Megan. How do I know you? 
Kentucky. I don't, I don't, I have never lived or worked in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how we cross paths, but I'd love to know. I always am fascinated where we actually know. I mean, the cool thing with Mama's Boy is that some, I would say most people know me from the, from the radio show. Um, some people just know me from social media. Um, some people are, you know, friends, family. It's like such a weird place. I've never had one spot where I've had so many people from all different walks of life join. You know, like Abby's was one of my best friends in college and she's, you know, she's here. You know, Dan, my best yes. friend in fourth grade. Some of my church people, you know, yeah. that is a baby. Shout out, Margaret. Listen all the time. It's just, it's funny. And then some of y'all that live in Maryland have known me for a couple months to a year. Uh, it's, it's a cool place. So anyway, Megan, thank you so much for your support. Just know that this would not be possible for not, if it wasn't for you and other people like you. I don't know if we have anybody else in Kentucky. You may be our only, our only certified fan in Bowling Green, Kentucky. But whatever's happening in Bowling Green, Kentucky today, I hope it's a really, really awesome day in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So, Mom, let's give Megan B. a whoop whoop and a thank you for being a certified fan. Whoop whoop to Megan B. in Kentucky. So grateful for you. And if you want to support us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. Yeah, this is a moment in Kramer history, a segment where we look back on the wacky and wild things they used to do on the radio show back in the day. Because it was a different time, man. Like radio back in the day was, man, we, could, we had all the time in the world to talk. You know, like this, this segment today is eight minutes. Like eight minutes. They would, they'd run me out of town. This radio station, I try to do it at eight minute segment nowadays. But we could just, we were just a bunch of kids having fun. The idea was called Date by Fate. And actually, in case you weren't here, uh, two weeks ago, before our break, this segment actually sets it up nicely. Did these two actually end up? I forgot how this thing even turned out. Listen. Crazy concept, I know. But if this were to work, this would become a movie. I think so. If this were to work, you'd be reading this book by Nicholas Sparks in about three years. It's yes. true, because I've seen movies based on a lot of awkward concepts. It was called our Date by Fate, mm-hmm. where we said, how cool would it be? If right now there are two people in Panama City listening to this show that need to be together, they just don't know it. But for some reason, they chose this morning to listen to our show. We said, call in if you, you know, if you think this could be you. Right. Two people call in. They meet up over the weekend. Yes. Now, what happens if these two were soulmates? And literally, it was based on so many weird factors. But that's how fate works, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the concept of Date by Fate, is we found Joseph and Katrina on Friday's show. And we said, that's all we want you to do this weekend is meet up for 10 minutes. There needs to be no no kind of uh, phone number exchanges, because then if you hate each other, that's yeah. it. And the other person has your number. You never have to see the person ever again. So... 10 minutes, you should be able to decide, is this person a possible candidate for being the love of your life? Oh, right. My. I know it's a bit dramatic, right? Good morning, Joseph. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How you doing? I'm not too bad. Over here at work. Here was the plan, is that we sent Joseph and Katrina to meet up at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It was, what, 11 o'clock or 1 o'clock yesterday? 11 o'clock on Sunday. Oh, on Sunday. That's right. I believe it was, a, I believe it was 11. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. We said, just meet up there. You guys just meet. Did you meet in the parking lot or did you meet inside or what was the deal? I, we actually 
didn't meet. I was inside. I got there about 10 minutes early, and I waited till about 11.30, and I didn't see anyone show up. Shut up. You got stood up? Yeah, uh, I guess. Unless, uh, you know, she had something come up. You shut your mouth right now. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I am hey. disgusted right now. Oh, my. I had no idea. Well, this is what happened this morning was, this is what I hate about doing live radio sometimes, is mm-hmm. we can't predict how things are going to go. We mm-hmm. have no idea. Like, there's a good chance Joseph could have passed on this weekend or something. We just wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I'm, I'm glad you didn't, well, though. Uh, <laughs> happy Tuesday. Well, not a good chance. Not a good <laughs> chance. But I mean, it's a chance. chance. Oh, a chance I could die this weekend. No, okay, okay, let's move on from that. I'm sorry. Um, but this is the thing, is that, you know, Miguel is the one that sets all this up with everybody. And mm-hmm. what happened, Miguel? Uh, this morning, I woke up, and I... I got a message from Katrina from last night around 9.47. Yeah. She said, hey, it's Katrina. I won't be able to get on air in the morning. My phone went in the toilet water and it's not working right now. This is my only communication, Facebook. Uh, But Joseph and I did not meet. I waited outside under the umbrella and I didn't see any guy. Hope to hear from him. What? So it was like a missed connection. <laughs> yes. Hang on. Yeah, evidently. Hang on. So you, jo- now Joseph, because we can't get her on the phone this morning, obviously, because whatever, film the, the toilet. I don't know. <laughs> but you, now tell me this. What time did you get there? Uh, I got there about 10 to 11, and what? I went inside, I got something to drink, and then I, I kind of sat down. Oh, God. You know, and she was outside. Looked through a magazine real quick. and Wouldn't she have thought to look in? Now, well, but see, but you know what? To me, this is fate. This is fate. If he sat inside, she sat outside. Obviously, this was not meant to be. You don't think so? But I don't no. Think but so. what about movies like like no. like You've Got Mail, where they just always keep missing each other or whatever? Well, I think then, I think there. Something tells me. Something tells me about this whole concept that this was supposed to happen because we just like randomly created this segment out of right. nowhere. You know, we just said, let's try this. I mean, why? then what in the world would have led us to do this segment, Miguel? Maybe somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh I'm trying to think, I was trying to think of something flustered. crazy. No, because I, I was trying to think of something crazy. Like maybe they're supposed to meet six months from now at another Starbucks. And then they discover that it, you know, it was the two of them. <laughs> may, but maybe it truly is not meant to be. Maybe it was not meant to be. Holly, what do you think about this? Is this a failure? Um, I'm having a hard time. Joseph, what do you think this was, man? I mean, obviously, if you both were there, you were inside. If we were completely basing this on fate and literally just fate, mm-hmm. okay? You're inside. You get a drink. She's outside. She is standing under <laughs> an umbrella. Whatever. It is a weird concept of why, you know, why either of you wouldn't have said, hey, let me just go outside or mm-hmm. hey. Let me just go inside. But the the fact is, it didn't happen. Right. You know, for for one reason or another, you guys didn't meet up. So what does this mean to you? Uh, Who knows? It could be a lot of things. Uh, Well, when I was sitting inside and and waiting and everything, I kept getting the feeling maybe I should go outside and check just in case, you know, sit out there because it was kind of cold inside anyways. But uh, uh, every now and then, uh, a chick would come in by herself. She looks kind of like she's in a rush, you know, like maybe she was coming in late. (laughs) So I sat and waited for a minute and kind of see if they came over and then they left. So, 
One of you should have had a sign that said, I'm Joseph or I'm Katrina. Why did you not think of that? Because like, I, like they do at the airport? Yes. Like that, yes. Like Listen, okay. I don't want to give up on this. Something is telling me that I really just do not want to give up on this whole situation. I really don't. Okay, so we're thinking what, fate has a second chance? I'm thinking that fate got a little detoured. Okay, a little bit detoured. It was a holiday I, weekend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> fate had a thing. It was, on, it was on 4th of July weekend, man. What do you want? It's probably hungover or something. No. Um, good morning, Katie. Good morning. What's up? Well, I unfortunately I missed some of this because um, you know, I got problems. But anyway, it sounds like he maybe um was looking and he saw what she looked like and didn't like what she looked like and that's why he stayed inside. Joseph, what do you think? No, I really didn't see her. I was I was up for whatever, you know. I figured at least worst come to worst we'd get to talking and see what happened there. I mean So you swear to us that you did not see her coming, maybe a friend didn't tip I, you off or I something. Swear. See, I swear, man. man, I don't know. I don't know at this point or not. Do we give up on this project or do we try it again? You, that I should probably, oh, no, you should go in there and just scope it out for a minute and, you know, then yeah. just leave, you know, see, see if you can see her and then leave. And I was like, no, I can't do that. Man. I'll this, try it out. Yeah, I, I will thinking, say to give you a little bit the of same thing to me, just came in, looked around, be like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm I'll leaving. give you a little bit of credit because think about it, if we were like the wacky town morning show, like this could have been an easy like prank. Like, we could have jumped out in a clown costume and like silly stranger or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, but you know what? I'll that's give not the case. I'll give him this too. When I went on my very first date with my now fiance, I said, "Listen, you have got to meet me in the parking lot because I don't like to walk into places and look yeah, around. That's true. That's it's a girl awkward. thing, it's I awkward. think. I don't. You don't like to go into a place alone and look lost. Could you imagine? I just get anxiety thinking about it. Joseph, but guys are better at that. Well, I would still be nervous, man. I would have. I'd have pooped my pants just waiting for this girl to walk in. I would have, man. <laughs> but you would have gone in. <sighs> I would have probably cried and sat in oh, my car the whole time. No, and drove. That's you. Okay. I did, didn't done like a drive-by, you know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see a girl standing out there. Okay, we done. Oh, I'm dear. getting punked. Joseph, I don't want to give up, man. Do you want to give up on this whole thing, or are you willing to give it a second shot? Yeah, man, I'm willing. I'm willing to, uh, I guess, try again. See if we can set something out and get a little more specific on where. Yeah, I, I think maybe that yes. was our fault. I think okay. maybe that was our fault. This you is you know, what I, I had a do. bad feeling too that somebody would miss a connection or something. Oof. Well, this is what I want to do. Is I mean, if she can't get her phone fixed in like whatever time, I mean, because she still sounded interested. You know, yeah, she yeah, said, yeah, I want to hear. Hope to hear from him. They okay. both still sound interested. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this is just a uh, fate playing with us a little bit. Yeah. So let's do this. I want to wait until we can get contact with her. Okay. 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 We'll get Joseph back on here. We'll reconnect him, and then hopefully these two can meet up, and this thing will work. I feel okay. like failure right now, man. I well, let's just give fate one more chance. Okay, fair enough. So, should we do a part three? You think? I've got. I realized that I actually have a part three and a part four to this story. You kind of want to hear the rest because now I'm like I'm even invested. I'm like, did this actually work out? No, no, no. I don't remember. So maybe next Wednesday we'll come back and we'll do part three of four of our. Date by Fate series. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I realize I think I may actually have bought stolen goods. And I know it sounds dramatic, but I, I think I really did. Um, we'll come back tomorrow. And we'll talk about this story plus a new uh, Ask My Mom. So thank you for being a part of the show. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.